The Comedy Zone Podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. From the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Sammy Joe Francis. Welcome. Is my mic on? Yeah, you're there. Are you sure? Because I can't I hear promise. nothing. Yeah, I just turned it's, the headphones down because they came in super loud. Are my headphones? Oh, there you go. So Is people can hear me. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we here. We back. Uh, <laughs> Comedy Zone podcast. Myself, Brian Baltashevitz, the one and only Jason Allen King. Are you going with the three names? These yeah. Days, or you just go with Jason King? No, I want to be as pretentious as possible. Well, you're on your way. Jason Allen King <laughs> is here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we are excited this week. It's not every week that you have a guest pull out. Uh, at the last minute. At the last minute. Brian, what's up with these guests, man? They, You know what? I think I, I don't know what's happened this year. This has been a tough year for us as far as guests go. And yeah. I think that some of it is who do we blame? As we, I oh, good lord! Don't hold back. Look at that. You could see his wheels yeah. turning his head. Like what he's do I got say? a lot of names, but it's <laughs> yeah. like which ones will damage <laughs> our relationship? Be so careful. Yeah, uh, he's got to be diplomatic about it. I think that I don't necessarily blame anybody. I think it's just uh, in the in the in the previous regime here at the Comedy Zone. It was just built into their nice deal. Nice and safe, Brian. Nice and safe. <laughs> it was just it was built into their deal when they came <laughs> here in the weekends. And now it's not necessarily. Like it's not just part of like, you know, hey, if you know you're gonna play here, part of what we're gonna ask you to do is is be on the podcast. Right. Um and so they're kind of given it you know, they're given an option. Yeah. And I think some of the guys, particularly older the older comedians don't necessarily see the value of of the podcast they don't quite get it and so some of the older comedians are more likely to back out so uh last sure, night i got sure, a text sure sounds like ageism to me brian uh, that, that i i tend to agree so basically agree. what he's telling y'all is we had an old dude that was supposed to be on the day <laughs> and he was like it's too early even though it's 11 a.m yeah and uh he was like nah i can't do it yeah can't do it yeah and Not then with these it, young people in the future <laughs> ah, what is this podcast stuff anyway <laughs> So yeah. let me get this straight. <laughs> it's not radio. All right. Thanks, sir. And then guys like, you know, Josh Blue last week who gets it, who came and spent the entire hour with us when he had done his media run the day before. So, And what does Josh Blue, what what do all the cool guests have in common? Uh, heavy marijuana. Marijuana usage. Mar- heavy marijuana yeah. usage. Yeah. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I, Time for some laws to change. It would help the podcast. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, so anyway, I got it. Okay, so, and Sammy's not here today. Sammy's on her way to Do a we wedding know, in the East Is summer. it hers or it is it someone else? not else's? hers. I believe it's uh, Daniel's wedding. family. Yeah. You know, this is this is starting to hit Doggate, my homework territory. I mean, how many weddings? <laughs> That's right. At a point, you run out of friends. I feel like we, we may have heard the same name more than once for these weddings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Michelle again. How many uh, Michelles do you know? Because this is the third in the last two months. I thought your grandmother died last year. <laughs> really? Wait a minute. <laughs> I, I could have sworn. Are we going to have to confront Sammy about these fake weddings? I do feel like when you're Sammy Joe, you've got a lot of friends, though. 
And she's she, she's at that age where you you do Ooh. have a lot of weddings and a Ooh. lot of what? <laughs> wow. No, wow. that wasn't right. anything other than she's popular. That's all. Guest our I guess our guest wasn't the only person that skipped the old person that skipped the podcast today. <laughs> Apparently Brian Sam said Sammy's old too. No, 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 no. Well, any she, sense it starts with when you're her age. When you're a certain age. When you're younger than <laughs> us, your late twenties, early thirties, you're at that at that age, not at that advanced age, but you're at that age where you have a lot of friends who are getting you're, married. You're at the wall, getting, bro. You can't back up any further. <laughs> <laughs> so and it's really depressing because you yeah. know what's next is all your friends dying. That's the only milestone. No, left. you're exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's how yeah. people pay attention. Yeah. Is when people get married, people die. Yeah. So I got a list of topics here because it's been a couple weeks since I've been back. At least. Yeah. A lot of things have happened, man. My life's just this constant uh, circle of crazy. So I have a number of topics and I want y'all to pick which one. I talk about. This is exciting. This is exciting, right? This is yeah. kind like of a, a random. Wheel here. Yeah, I like it. So the first option is, and people have been wanting to hear this story all weekend. I told this a hundred times when I went back home. The cops getting called at a comedy show. Uh-oh. That's 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 one. All right. We have. Were you? A, um, wait. Can we ask follow up questions? Mm-hmm. Were you involved in the comedy show? On me. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty good. Well, that yeah. If that's your lead. That's that's a str- that's a number one seed. Okay, and okay. I was and I was I was there, so oh. he was there. Ah, it's kind of fun. So that's the Whoa. number one seed. Okay, uh, <laughs> we'll we'll go through some others. Uh, the Eagles losing to Dallas and me not knowing where what anything means anymore. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm always up for talking about, about one that. of those teams. Uh, a guy at work touching my coffee cup that became mm-hmm. a confrontation. Uh, so there's that. Up north, cold. Uh, I was back home this week. wasn't ready for the climate. I'm officially a Southerner. Uh, the Red Ventures gig. I didn't talk about this. I got my Impractical Jokers on. Uh, and also, bathroom white socks. There's a woman at work, and we call her uh, the Bin Laden of the bath because <laughs> she's a bomber. She bo- I mean, she just goes in there, and she's ungodly wow. smells. And she's confident about it. She goes the same time every day. To unisex bathroom. Yes. Some, some of them. That's the weird part that I would get to in the story. But those are the options. So mm-hmm. one last recap. Cops called on me. Eagles do touch on my coffee. Up north cold. Red Ventures gig. Funky woman bathroom. Uh, follow-up question. <laughs> Is the Red Ventures gig the same one you talked about a couple weeks ago where you were you played a you took on a character and you were Did I talk thro- about that on the podcast? The, you did. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. All right. So yeah, I, it would be me telling that again. Okay. Okay. Well, let's not do that one. <laughs> <laughs> no marijuana use in this <laughs> podcast, just for the record. It doesn't smell here. funny in here. There's clearly, no incense going. Clearly no performance enhancing substances either. So <laughs> Zing, shots fired. <laughs> and Sammy Joe's old. Which I don't understand. I don't even know how I would make that mistake, considering I listen to every one of these. <laughs> well, you were here for that one. <laughs> and you know what? I don't think that matters. You, you sat nah. right there and you told me this. Yeah, time. my wife tries to bring that up. You were there when we said that. All right, but I'm, okay. <laughs> but it's not that day. It's today. So <laughs> I'm not there today. Well, let's talk about the cops. That's that. Yeah, if it's up to cops. me, I need to know about that story. All right, yeah. so the cops. Now, I was going to Facebook Live this story, but uh, I'm lazy. So here's the story. <laughs> too lazy to Facebook <laughs> yeah. Live. Yes, too, maybe I'll record it. I'll record it. Maybe we distribute it later. Maybe right. we don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna do what the, the kids are doing. Yeah. Uh oh yeah, okay. I got this right here. Oh, I got a oh, you've had this the whole time, huh? 
Well, not the whole time. Well, he, he doesn't open his eyes when he's in here either. <laughs> no, there's, I could have been famous. <laughs> I didn't know you had a stand. All right. Okay. That's a nice one, too. That is nice. Look at this. Is this from, uh, where is this from? Uh, that is from the desk at the job that I just left about three weeks ago. Oh, so you stole so, shit. No, well, no, it, it was mine. I bought it. And I was using it at my desk, but I'm no longer using the desk because I'm, I'm no longer at that job. And so you didn't I, leave I it, it there? No, I bought it. It's mine. It's like a bottle of wine. You're supposed to leave it. Ugh. Ugh. I don't agree. I paid $3 for it. <laughs> well, well, that <laughs> says a lot about you two. All right. So, right. so let me tell Okay. So here's the story. Here's the story. Okay. Here's the story. I get a call. I'm sitting home. I'm enjoying a quiet <laughs> Sunday with my family. All right. Football's on. Really wondered if you were going to start here, but go on. Yeah, this, I'm going to take y'all through today, okay? <laughs> Quiet day, enjoying football with my family. It was Sunday, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was. I get a call. Hey, man, where you at? Which is, if you're a comedian, that's one of the most dreaded calls <laughs> uh, you can get. Because that means you're supposed to be on somebody's stage in a little right. bit. <laughs> that's right. I'm sitting there in my pajamas and a robe. It's 6.50. Oh, no. Show starts at 7. I'm watching football. Oh, no. I get a call from the manager. Hey, you on your way? I said, uh, yeah, to the was kitchen. here or was it? Here. Yeah. Here. Okay. Yeah. He said, you on your way? I said, yeah, to the kitchen to grab a sandwich. <laughs> what you up to? Which is not what he wanted to hear. Nah. <laughs> nah. He, he, I was supposed to be on the way to the stage. Uh-huh. And I, I was walking toward the stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, you okay. seen Will? Uh, I'm sure he's on his way. He's, he's a pro. <laughs> he's, I'm sure he's on. The- <laughs> so, so apparently, I was supposed to headline an event that day, 7 p.m. It escaped my purview. My, I didn't. For what happened was when we booked the thing, he mentioned two gigs, and I accepted both of them, and I forgot about that there were two gigs. You, you, you ought to consider writing this stuff down. I we've had this conversation before. Yeah, I know. And I, and I yeah, I know. And I'll be like, oh yeah, I should write that down. And then I do or I don't. But you know, these these things can happen. So anyway, 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 let me hurry up. So anyway, I hop up. I say, hey man, give me fifteen minutes. Now I live twenty five minutes away. All right, but that's my go to line. Uh, give me fifteen minutes. I can squeeze a day out of the fifteen minutes line. Also oh, fifteen. Oh five more. Oh five more. Before you know it, I had an hour. But people like hearing 15 minutes. So I could be an hour away. Give me 15 minutes. And then after 15, be like, hey, a little bit of traffic on the way. Before you know it, an hour's gone by. Feels like 15 minutes because I kept saying it. And I heard 15 minutes, and I said, I know where he lives. (laughs) I was like, but I trust trust Will. He's a professional, (laughs) and I'm going to sign on to this. This man has been to my home. (laughs) He knows the 15 minutes. You you could take a flight and it would take longer than fifteen <laughs> minutes probably. Right. <laughs> but I said that anyway. Come into the club, hit the stage. It's an SPCA benefit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greater okay. Charlotte SPCA. Shouts out to them for booking me and Jason. So I come. I get here. Jason knocks it out. He's doing his thing. And one thing I love about working with Jason is he doesn't say like he always does his time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like one of the most annoying things. Is when somebody says, okay, yeah, I got 25 minutes, and they come up there for 20 minutes. Yeah. Because right. I'm still back there figuring my little piece out. So, at, you know, so that's usually a bad situation, but working with Jason, I knew I'd be straight on the time. So, anyway, 
So Jason does his 45. Jason does his 45. <laughs> <laughs> well, they pushed the show back a half hour. They oh, pushed wow. it back a little bit. Yeah. They had, uh, so anyway, I hit the stage. I'm doing my thing. And you know the jokes I have about marriage and, mm-hmm. and bachelor parties mm-hmm. and the like. I talk about these sorts of things. Well, I hit that joke. And, and th- things were going great. Things were fine. Like things the were crowd fine. Was, they were all into having a good, great old time. Everybody was loving yes. it, yo. Everybody was loving it. All I mean, of a sudden. I teed it up. Don't, I, I don't want to say it was just, <laughs> it was all Will, but I. <laughs> you set the room up. Yeah, I get it. You know, That's, yeah. It was a nice, you're right. There was a nice tone set. Yeah, you set the table. It just would have been difficult to not go do what I'm just saying it was You loaded the bases. Right. Well, that's I I love working with people better than me cuz <laughs> well, I mean, when he comes up by the time night. I get up there, he <laughs> didn't that. Night. It's usually smooth sailing. But this night it wasn't. Okay, so I'm doing my joke. All of a sudden the woman, remember she's agreeing with me. All of a sudden, and I don't want to give away the bit, but all of a sudden she starts going, "No, boo, boo. No, boo, boo." She is right in front. Right in front. Is it the gay bachelor party bit? I don't want you to give away my bit. No, no, no. I'm not going. I'm just asking if it's the... I don't even want you to give away the concept. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll take that out. Yeah. It is the mm-hmm bit. Okay. Gotcha. And she's like, at first, so at the beginning of the bit, I say, you know, I support this and that. And she says, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, who are you talking to? Because she said, yeah, five times, like somebody was trying to over-talk her. Yeah, yeah, well, you, yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> but see, it was that fuck, it was that damn red wine talking to her. Yeah, yeah, that was the problem. So anyway, she's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's right." And then all of a sudden, I get to one uh, this other part of the joke, and she goes, "No, boo, boo." And I say, "Yo, why do you think this is like live action reaction? Like, what are you what are you doing?" African American woman, white woman, white woman, okay. white woman, red wine. Yeah, okay. dangerous that's combination at times. Yeah. Middle aged yeah. white woman and red wine. I'm not profiling, but no, keep but your eyes open. Yeah, it could a, it could be great. Could be great. Yeah. A lot of could times be fantastic. <laughs> could be awful. Could be awful. Okay. On a Sunday night. Yeah. Here's what happened on this Sunday. <laughs> so I'm up there. No, boo, boo. And I say, yo. And at a point, it's like I tried, to, and I learned this from uh, Mike Spienberg. A lot of times he'll just ignore something until it takes away from the show. And that's what I try to do. I, I, I'll ignore something until it becomes a distraction for the audience. Because I don't care. Like, in the same way that I'm on stage talking, it's like sitting in here talking to y'all. I don't get that. There's a lot of people here. I don't be caring about that. Mm-hmm. I'm just wired that way. It's weird. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, let's just talk. Let's see what's on your mind. Since you have so much to say, let's let's talk. What's the problem? Uh, you, and you, again, you can tell she's drunk. You're cutting down black people, number one. You're cutting down black people. You're cutting down gays. You are cutting down everybody. I said, uh, you need to cut down the red wine. <laughs> nice. Let's Good. let's have you cut that down. And then that's when the audience How did the crowd, yeah, that's started yeah. clapping. Yeah, she does need to stop drinking. So this became an intervention for about five seconds. <laughs> then she's like, no, no, it's not me. It's you. It's you. You, you're cutting down everybody, and I don't like it. And I said, ma'am, I said, I'm in a tough position here. Because generally at the comedy zone, they guarantee me that everyone in my audiences has at least a fifth grade education. That's in my contract. So me and you right here is a lot for me because this wasn't what I signed up for. And then everybody's laughing at her even more. She's getting madder and madder. No, such and such. You're, no, that's not it. So I, I uh, then she goes, you know what? You know what? It's fine. It's fine. I am, I am never 
supporting this organization anymore. Never. I am never supporting you. I am never supporting the Greater Charlotte SPCA. Never. And I was like, uh, okay, how many people in the audience would be really happy if she decided to stop supporting? <laughs> and they all started clapping again. They're like, we don't want her back. Who needs her $50? It's not worth this. I got a babysitter for this show. Yeah, yeah. And this woman can't stop. Yeah. So everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, uh, I tried to move on and just talk about something else. And she's still going, no, no, no. This guy's a dick. Like her husband or whoever was trying to grab her arm. No, no, no. I got to say it. This guy's a dick. <laughs> He's a dick. And I'm over there doing the rest. Of, they say, do the joke. And I'm doing it. Yeah, this guy's a dick. Like he's just, she's just cutting in the middle of it. Did the club do anything? Well, finally, right. I stood up. Well, I was already standing up. Yeah. But I finally, I said, hey, you know, I saw the manager. I said, hey, man. You know, and I said, I looked at the crowd again. I said, how many people here think it's time for her to go? And they were like, yeah. Like, everybody was like, get her out of here. Hmm. So I said, yeah. And I did the little hand symbol, like Malcolm X at the hospital. He held it up <laughs> and he pointed, and everybody walked. That's how I worked. I held my hand up. I said, yeah. And then he came, he came, and he got her, got her out. But as he started to pull her out, she turned around and looked at her table, like, are y'all coming with me? So whoever was at that table, she knew them before the show. Yeah, yeah. Because she's looking at them like, what's up? And they're like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They wanted to see the show. That, yeah, if your table's not behind you, you're, in that situation, it's you're It's a done. problem. Yeah, it's all, yeah. So what you have and at I this. And I know it's at least her daughter. It's sitting right across <laughs> right. from her. Right. Well, here's the part. So here's the part. <laughs> turns out, turns out, and this is probably what made her so mad. Turns out that the woman and man I saw not get up were her husband and daughter. Oof. So they were like, uh, F what you talking about. Yeah. We want to see the rest of this show. I want to hear about the bachelor party, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, they wait. So she goes to leave, and they don't come with her. So now they're taking her out of the club. They don't know whether they're going to throw this woman in the parking lot or what. The husband didn't care. Yeah. He's like, I want to see the show. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> this is clearly not the first time this has happened. Yeah. And I even said while, while I was going back and forth with her, and shame on whoever brought you out. Shame on the people currently enabling this behavior. Yeah, because yeah, this is right? a disgrace. Yeah, it's a disgrace. There is no way that that's the first time they've dealt with that. Yeah, absolutely, there's no. completely impossible. No way. So I'm walking out after, unpleasant. usually after the show, and and after she left, I talked to. Everybody. I'm like, hey, you know what was the joke I was on? I really did forget. And they're like, oh, no, oh, you talking about this? Da, da, da. So they were ready to get back to they it. They were into it. They yeah. were into it. Totally One of the it. smoothest transitions back. The, there was no awkwardness in the, in the audience, nothing. It was just boop, right back in the show. No. And some of that is, is and, and as Jason knows too, as the comedian, we set the tone. So if we sit there and act like it was a big deal, yeah, right, and yeah. people are gonna treat it like you it was didn't a big harp deal. on it and be like, no, oh, no, we Once deal with this done, shit, you know, yeah. all that. Yeah, just like somebody make sure she gets home safe, and right. then let's keep yeah, going. Yeah, right, right. So anyway, I finished the show. Everybody loves it. Go out, standing out there, and she's out there in the lobby, fuming. Oh, yeah. So I'm kind of messing with her, like, oh, what you want to take a picture? Somebody get the phone camera, <laughs> and then she's like, oh, yeah. she's really. <laughs> that point, I. <laughs> Take a picture. She's like, I am so disappointed in you. I am so disappointed in you. And I was like, well, there's like 150 people in there that are way more disappointed in you. <laughs> so you might want to leave before they get out. Did you really say that? I did. Nice. Yeah. I said, there's way more people here disappointed in you, including me. <laughs> and she and she goes, uh, I'm just waiting for my husband and daughter. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, damn, you know it's bad. Here, Here's how you know this is terrible on her part. Number one. You had an audience of almost all white people mm -hmm. siding with the black dude. Yeah. 
against a white woman. Now, look, I've been in America a little while. That don't happen every day. Yeah, that's a unicorn. That that's that's some unicorn shit. That's a unicorn. A white woman. That is some unicorn shit. Like like you got folks rolling over in their grave seeing that. Martin Luther King is rolling over in his grave. Are you kidding me? So they're all on my side. Uh, so I'm, again, I'm talking to her. She's waiting for her husband and daughter. Finally, her husband and daughter come out. And before they get to her, they're like, oh, man, love the show. So funny. <laughs> How can we follow you on social media? She's getting madder and madder. Wow. Finally, they all leave together. <laughs> you guys should have come with me. Whatever she said, they left. Ten minutes later, two police officers walk in. And I'm like, uh, why y'all here? <laughs> and they were like, and then one officer's like, we got a call about something. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly the guy's tone. That was exactly the guy's He's like, ah, ah. He's like, ah. He was like, man, I don't really know why I'm here. Uh, <laughs> we were going to go ahead and solve this murder, but we got this <laughs> so call. We're on, our way, so we on, <laughs> we're on our way to this mass shooting. <laughs> and we get a call saying that there's a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> We come to see, so we're just here. We don't know. <laughs> Someone called nine one one. We were right. So then I go, I go get Ted. I bring him out. He's talking to the cops. Everybody's talking. Long story short, the police officers end up saying they want to come to a show. Awesome! You're moving tickets. That's great. I feel like this makes me a legend. <laughs> There's a fifth king of comedy after yeah. what happened. Uh, no question. D.L. Yeah. Hughley, Steve Harvey, Session <laughs> Entertainer, Bernie Mac, Will Jacobs, Will Jacobs, Will Jacobs. I like right. It. So, that all happens. The woman called the cops. The woman called the, the cops. Woman called well, here was the thing is, the woman called the, wanted to call the cops in the club. Wanted to call the cops. There, was, know, a, was, there was a weird conversation where she was, where she was like, you, you need to call the cops. You need to call the cops uh, right now. And the manager's like, uh, all right. What? <laughs> like, well, okay. And he's like, okay. All right, fine. Because she kept asking. So, he's like, so, he calls the cops. And she's like, what are you doing? Calling the cops. She's like, I- I'm calling the cops. So then she calls the cops. They got two calls. Right. This was a race to the cops. Yeah. So, so they both called them. So the cops are really like, we don't know why we're here. Yeah, their heads were spinning. Man. Yeah, so I'm just talking to them like, oh, no, you got to ask. So apparently she was so mad <laughs> that she said in her mind, there's got to be a fucking law against this. I don't so, know what it is, Yeah. but I feel so bad that this has to be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> the world is against me. Yes. I need the authorities. And we will transition at a point into my bigger, <laughs> like a lot of what people need to understand. As an attorney, as a practicing yeah. attorney, I'm telling you, no one cares what you think. I promise. No, no, no. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. No. The dumbest way to start a sentence in court is, well, I feel as though <laughs> no one there cares. <laughs> I don't, no one cares how you felt. But anyway, she thought that whatever happened, she was so mad at me that she needed to call the cops. Yeah. So the cops are there. I explain all this, or or Ted's talking to him. We're talking to him. It's yeah. like no thing at all. They're just like, all right, well, we want to come see a show. <laughs> like if you're so good, you making chicks bad enough to call the cops. Yeah, we'd love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> so I maybe hey, when I, they'll be back. That's awesome. They were there. Or they were like, we didn't know this was here. Like this is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like they tore in the club. Yeah. I really? Gave, they both. I gave them both promo my my promo cards, man. <laughs> they're like, this looks great, man. I'm the, yeah. Who's that one of you pointing in their car? Like they should <laughs> yeah. put it in the backseat of the car. <laughs> hey, bro, Sinbad's here in December. <laughs> like they looking at the shows. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They glad they, they were came out. at the posters. Yeah. <laughs> so we all happy. She mad. <laughs> so anyway, 
Cobb, come in there. I took a, took a picture of them, uh, just standing there looking confused. <laughs> uh, they left. We all left. Yeah. We all left. And then I'm, I go home, and I tell my wife. I said, babe, you won't believe what happened at the comedy club. <laughs> I'm excited about it because yeah. I know what this could do for my brand. That's a great story. Yeah. First of all. Yes, yeah. it's a great story. How many comedians can say they had the cops called on them over a joke? Well, you go back to what's his name back in the 60s. Look but at that. Yeah, Look at that. You just had to go 70 <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah. Is that math right? No, 50. 40, 50, 50 years. Some, yeah. 50 years. What, why can't I pull his name? Good work, everybody. It's about Bill Hicks. No, no, Richard further, Pryor? no, further back. The oh my God, you're talking got about got arrested. The, yeah. and, uh, boy, can't he pull his name? I'll think yeah. of it. Oh no, no, he's on the. Hang on. Shoot, he was not particularly funny. I oh. mean, his comedy hasn't aged particularly well. But Dice Clay? No, 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 no. It goes back. Let he's me start like, offending a bunch like of comedians. He's hmm. like hasn't 50s. aged well. Uh, Dice Clay. Welcome Siri to the podcast, everybody. <laughs> Oh, Siri's. <laughs> she is not. She heard effective. play, and I think. Hey Siri, what's the name of the comedian who got arrested in the 1960s? Okay, I found Lenny Bruce. Lenny Bruce. Lenny Bruce. God damn it! Ain't nobody got time for that shit. Couldn't pull Lenny. Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so mad I couldn't come up with Lenny. Bruce. I, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should have Lenny. Supposed to know this stuff. So anyway, I come home. I come home to tell my wife. I said, "Look, I'm at the comedy club. Yada yada yada." Woman calls the cops. And then she was, I didn't even tell, like, I didn't say this part. The woman was out there spazzing. This club is scum. You guys are scum. He's definitely scum. Pointing to the stage through doors. She can't even see me. She's pointing at the stage. You, you, He's definitely scum in there telling those jokes. He's definitely scum. And were you witnessing all this, Jason? Or were yeah, you in A the lot club? of it, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah I, was in, I was in and out yeah. <laughs> drinking. So I, I got to see how this plays out. Oh, yeah. I was like, I need a new drink. Hang on. Let me freshen up. So she's like, these guys, these are scum. This is scum. You're scum. He's scum. And, he, you know, he's up there saying he's a lawyer. Really? Really? Lawyers behave that way. <laughs> I don't even think he's educated. I don't think he finished the fifth grade. Oh, I do and remember this. Okay. Yeah. That's what I don't think. Yeah. Right? So she said all that shit. So I go home and tell my wife this. And something about that part about he's not educated. Black women don't like that shit. All right? <laughs> First of all, black women really don't like you calling the cops on <laughs> black men. Yeah. Okay. Black folks don't like Wait, that Let joke. me just say, thank God you're alive. They got him alive. <laughs> right. Shit could have got you said the wrong cop. <laughs> Y'all talking with my ghost. <laughs> you got to fucking put a hologram in here. All right. So, yeah, that could have turned into something different, which is what really pisses people in my family off. Mm -hmm. I, I told this story everywhere. So uh, go home to tell my wife, explain what happened. Tell her everything I just told y'all. And she says, oh, OK, OK. And then I go to brush my teeth. Now, mind you, when I'm having this conversation with my wife, she's pulling the covers back to get into bed. So I go to brush my teeth. All of a sudden, I hear the key rack downstairs jingling. I'm like, who the fuck is here? My wife. Oh, no. I look in the bed. She gone. I run to the stairs. What? She headed out the door. She got on sweatpants, a T-shirt, flip-flops, whatever she's wearing. She's going to go find the woman. <laughs> Whoa. She's going to go find, she's going to drive down to the comedy zone and find this woman. Oh, man. And she was quiet about it because she knew I would tell her, you can't do that. So she went downstairs to leave. I run downstairs. I'm like, babe, what's going on? She's like, no, no, uh-uh, no, uh-uh, no. She's doing the same thing the woman did to her husband at the table. No, uh-uh, no, no, because I knew you were going to try this. No. 
I'm going down there. I said, babe, the the, the security code is on. Everybody's gone. The place is dark. She left 20 minutes before I did. So she really ain't down there. Oh, trust me. I'll find her. She's probably at the restaurant upstairs. I'm going. So she's just, she go. And I said, what are you going to do? Put my fucking hands on her. I said, okay. You can't put the paws on nobody, babe. I know we got another barbecue Becky, but you can't. You can't handle it that way. <laughs> so I had to calm my wife down. Wow. Yeah, my wife does not play <laughs> with you doing no shit to me. So anyway, that was how all of that transpired. And I went home and I told my family, and there were these, like, two camps. Like, one group, mostly the women, were like, no, it's too many people calling the cops for bullshit. No, no, no. Then my father and some others was like, yo, they came in laughing and said they want to come to a show. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's fine. This wasn't one of those situations. Yeah. This is like, it was no big deal. So you had these kind of two, well, it's too many, this happened to too many black men. My father like, yo, no. Like, so it was, it was kind of that thing as I told uh, the story. But that's where we're at. They laughed. Uh, they, they said they want to come to a show. But I am the only comedian I know of now since the 60s. <laughs> that has pissed off somebody so much after roasting them. That they called the cops. My roasts are so lethal. <laughs> she thought it was illegal. She felt the She assaulted. said, this has got to be a threat. She felt attacked. Yeah, she felt attacked. It felt like I beat her up. <laughs> so she called the cops. And that's what I was trying to explain people is that a lot of people, especially white women from what I've seen and heard and talked to them, they have a different relationship with law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Like, black folks... A lot of black folks are not calling the cops unless somebody got stabbed, shot, robbed, the biggies. White women call the cops over inconveniences. (laughs) Right. Like, they think that, like, well, because I see him at the cook-offs in the blueberry pie competition, that's officer-friendly. Like, I can call him for whatever, like I'd call my sister. Yep. That's the relationship they have. So it seems like a major transgression to a lot of black folks. Where when white folks are like, we'll call them on each other. We don't give a fuck. Yeah. White people call the cops. Y'all call the like white people call the cops. Not y'all particular, but white people call the cops on each other like that. <laughs> yeah, maybe not to the degree they'll call them on black males. I understand that, but I'm just saying yeah. that white people. A lot sure. of white people have a relation with the cops. Where oh, you want that parking space and I want it, yeah. and we can't hash it out. Uh, hold on a second. They call them the cops. Yeah, it's just a different kind yeah. of relationship. Yeah. So yeah, it was no much. big deal for her to be like, yeah, let's just call the cops like it's a pizza. Mm-hmm. That's how they treat it. Yeah. And and the, we, we won't even get into the waste of taxpayer resources yeah, and how they are diverting them from something important to go look at sure. this oh to a God, comedy yeah. club. Yeah. We won't talk about that part. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the relationship is that you can call them for anything. How did the folks from the event respond? They like, loved Did they it. say anything to there you? There were no problems. Yeah. Everybody walked out and said how great the show was. Everybody said, thank God she left. Everybody loved the show. If I remember, I think they were just surprised that someone would behave that way. Would it was not a matter way. of of the show being ruined yeah. or anything no. like that. They were just mortified for this woman to have behaved that way in public. They were just like, I can't even believe you guys deal with that. Right. It was not had nothing to do with, and obviously they're gonna take care of their organization and stuff. But the, the night was yeah. a success. Night yeah. was a success. They were more like, oh, I feel so bad that happened, you know, to you, to me, to Will, more yeah. than. You okay. know, they they were very uh, super cool about it, in my opinion. Which yeah. is, I think, the appropriate response from yeah. the organization. <laughs> yeah, you would. Yeah, I would have been disappointed if they would have come out and talked as if I did something wrong. Because like yeah, I know no. what happened, 
And I don't. Well, and it depends on who the woman is too. If she's a uh, you know a huge donor or something, sure. that could have flipped. You know, if she's just someone who just came out to the event and gives fifty bucks a year, they're not going to worry about that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she was a pretty. Uh, she would have been on the right side of things. I have to, I, I I don't remember her name right now, but she was. I just remember her being all the woman board. that ran it and got yeah, it together. She, yeah, she, she was, was fine. Good. Yeah, they were great. They they the second year in a row we did it, so we we were not unfamiliar with a lot of those folks. So. We, yeah, and it was no fault. Uh, they didn't consider that my fault or anything. She was just drunk. She had too many yeah, drinks. Yeah. And when I went out, I said, look, man, somebody just make sure she gets home okay. Um, that's all I really cared about. I, it didn't and when bother. he said that, if you saw me in the corner, I just had the biggest smile on my face. I was like, look at you playing this shit. God <laughs> damn, he is good. He is good. I've been at this bullshit. I had my notebook out. I was <laughs> like, make time. sure she, she gets, gets home so. safe. I've been bullshitting since Holy 1979, shit. brother. <laughs> I came out the womb bullshitting. I know how to do that. That was, was the first thing I did. I said, listen, listen, forget about me. Forget, it's, this yeah. is not about me. <laughs> this is not about the police and me and our and I could have got shot. I understand that. This is about her getting home safe to her family because clearly she's intoxicated. That woman wouldn't <laughs> behave that way had she not drunk like that. The halo just started to show up around his head. And he said, "Man, we should we should bring this guy back every year." <laughs> oh, I'm almost spin it to my benefit. Please believe. And the only thing As I'm mad should. about is that I didn't Facebook live it. Because yeah. I know if I'd have went live with that, I'd have gone viral. Think about it. The barbecue patty oh, yeah. that called the black folks for the swimming pool, called them for this and that. Now we got somebody calling the cops over a joke? Yeah. I would have been famous today. So I don't know what to take from this experience. Missed opportunity is what it sounds yeah. like to me. Yeah. Maybe I get with you guys and we can at least take the things I do have and make something and maybe try to get myself a documentary. <laughs> get it. A reality yeah, show. I think think bigger. My my yeah. roasts are so le- first of all, if if you're having a roasting competition like the ones in LA, the one like Mike Lawrence won, yeah, the, yeah. I should get a free pass to the final round. I had a cop called over my roast. <laughs> how many of you motherfuckers can say that? I want to ask Mike Lawrence when he comes back how many times someone's been so hurt they called the cops because they said this has got to be illegal what he just did to me. <laughs> because if you can't do that, yeah, you ain't seeing me. <laughs> You ain't seeing these roasts. You could tell all of them your mama jokes you want. Did they call the cops? Because if they didn't, I'm yep. like Jordan. Yep. Jogging down the court. I can't help you. So that's the cops getting called on that's me story. Amazing. Yes, that's the reason that now I may become a comedy legend. We'll see how this plays out. We're going to share this video and get feedback. And, you know, there we go. And if we need to do a reenactment, damn it, we'll do one. Sure. But we're going to get this thing popping. We'll, we'll throw a wig on Brian. Throw a wig on Brian. He looks kind of like her. I get to be That's the... Yeah, he's drunk a lot. She looked like you in the face a little bit. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, oh, she, yeah. Poor woman. But well, hey, man. Maybe that's part of why she was mad. Yeah, all of a sudden, I'm on her side. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, so, now there's this, so now there's this super funny, devastatingly attractive attorney <laughs> making me feel this way. And I come into the club feeling ugly. I got a family that will leave me at any time. Now, there's an important <laughs> bit of information we didn't hash out. Well, okay. Two, two things. One is she was fine with me. I, I you know, we. Yeah, she was fine with you. She was fine. She was having a good time. She liked my jokes. Yeah. She two, considered him one of her own. <laughs> 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 exactly. You might not be wrong. Yeah. Uh, number two, she was from Dallas. Oh! Now, I think that's important to note. Yes. It was a, it was a whole. It was the thing. She was from Say Dallas. Say no Texas. more. The New Jersey of the South. That's right. <laughs> 
So you know she was a Cowboys fan. Yeah, she de- we talked about it. Let she me tell you five things I know about her off the jump. On stage, we talked about oh, it. If Will was there, he would have remembered that part, but he was he hadn't gotten <laughs> yeah, there yet. I was, I, was, I was put my clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> he was, was getting a, out of the robe. Smoking I was taking a cigar, my robe off. Yeah, like, oh, robe on. I got yeah. a show to get to. Can you make the argument that the extra 30 minutes she had to wait for the show to start contributed to her drinking in excess? And that sure. You were actually Maybe she thought that was illegal. <laughs> building a case. We are building a case on we, behalf of... At some illegal. point, <laughs> what I put it this way, whatever series of events happened, yeah. one of those things she thought was illegal. Yeah. <laughs> Something in there. She either thought coming that late was illegal, being that confident was illegal, being that educated and black was illegal, uh, <laughs> roasting her... In front of in front of similarly pigmented <laughs> folks, she thought that was illegal. Being she thought tearing her away from her family. There's a policy at the border about this. <laughs> like maybe she thought tearing her away from her son, her daughter, and Very husband possible. was illegal. Aren't they suing Trump over this? Like maybe they thought that. I don't know. I just know she called them, and they may be at a show. That's amazing. So I got to brush up my cops. I can't jokes. wait till they come back. I, I can't wait to see them again. Yeah. We got to find out who these cops were. I don't know. Did I don't even get know their who their names or anything. Nah, I should have done that. I'll, I'll find out from Ted. Maybe he knows. Should have got a picture, too. Yeah. <sighs> or a missed opportunity. Um, there would have to be some sort of police report filled out. So, that, so it would be you can call the police department and get the report. That, yeah. yeah. Maybe we can call them. That is public information. Yep. Mm, we may be on to something. Yeah, you folks. should send them a, one of your shirts or something. You know what? We need a break so I can go ahead and work on this. <laughs> All right, let's do that. Let's we'll be uh, back. Welcome back to uh, Haystacks and Barnes. Oh, no, there's horns in this. There's horns. Haystacks, Barnes, and a little jazz. <laughs> uh, always back. interesting choices. Yes. Brian is nothing if not interesting. And I want to take a second. I said it off air, and I want to say it now. Brian has lost a lot of weight. Brian looks like a different person. So shout out to Brian. Good work, buddy. Yeah, because when you first said, you know, I'm going to start doing whatever, you know, in my mind, I'm like, hey, he's probably full of shit. I I doubted you. I did. But okay, I doubted myself. Like a real friend. Yeah, because I can feel that you doubted it when you said it. But you really did it. Yeah, I never You really it. did it. Yeah. Brian looks like a different person. I said this before. And to date, you've lost how many pounds? Uh, about 45. Come on, man. Yeah. Thank you. At his age? Work, please. Yes. Please. <laughs> please. That's like, a, that's like 100 pounds in regular people. You know. <laughs> in non-senior citizens, that's like losing 100 pounds. Yeah. Well, thank you. Congratulations, man. So is so. Do you feel different? I mean, do you, like, how's the day to day? I feel better. I feel good. Uh, it, it's it's since you know over the last twelve months. I think uh, we talked about the sleep apnea thing. So I'm actually sleeping at night. I've lost a, a, the equivalent of a of a fourth grader. Oh, I'm gonna show you. So on that camera. feels good. Yeah. Hey. And I'm gonna put it on the side of when you how you used to be. I'm on super. Oh, good. Can we? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> That's what we want. <laughs> That's, Jason. He's the other That's what we want. Um, 
I do. Yeah, I feel good. Some changes, some you know, exciting stuff coming up. I think it's good. Is this live? Is this live or no? It's not. It's just You're just recording. Yeah. Right? Then I can go back and edit it and manipulate it to yeah. make you sound however I'd like. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Give me the porky well, pig voice. I imagine your quality of life is better, which I think is is everything, right? Yeah, it That's is. That's what uh, we're doing uh, this for. Yeah, I'm at this point now where I'm kind of missing some foods, a little bit. I miss popcorn the most. You can't eat popcorn. You can't have that it's diet. Are you on, man? Uh, keto. So it's called the no fun diet. Exactly. Definitely the no movie diet. So it's low carbs, high fat, and it, it, it's, Counter, it's counterintuitive diet. Well, you've been doing half exactly. of that for years. High fat. I mean, that was your main. <laughs> doing high carbs, high you fat. You go to the supermarket, the like, where's the high fat aisle? Can I, that, can I do? Where's the bottle of ranch? Where can I find the high fats? Down this right now. Um, <laughs> It's, so it's a, the, the I think we've talked about this before, but the the your body wants to burn fat for energy, right? Yeah, and so theoretically, b- that's what they say. It wants to default his to fat. story this right. week, not history. Yes. This his is story. what they say. So the, the, the but we fill our bodies up with so many carbs that the body defaults to these carbs first because that's like the instant energy your body can get. And so if you deprive your body of carbs, it defaults to burning fat, which is what it really wants to do. And if you don't have enough fat in your diet and you're still eating low carbs, it'll burn off the fat that your body is storing. And so that's why this is such a... Uh, uh, as far as weight loss goes, I mean, I've only been doing this since June, so it's only been, what, a few, five months or whatever. Well, but uh, it, it, it it's working f- for my body type. It's working. So that What was I'm, your body type? Well, I just, I think I've always kind of struggled when it came to losing weight. I got you. And I think, you know, and I've done everything, uh, worked out twice a day, eating nothing but salads for months, uh, all kinds of stuff. And this seems to be the thing that my my body type and now that you likes know it. to do. Yeah. Yeah, you can hit that switch yeah. whenever you need to. Yeah. The idea is I have a goal that I want to reach. And when I reach that goal, uh, I will amp up my carb intake a little bit. So instead of like right now, I'm at 20 grams of carbs or less a day, which is not a lot of carbs. I will, I'll ramp that up to like 60 car- grams of carbs a day or 80 grams of carbs a day, and kind of balance that out with some fat intake. But, um, but this is yeah, this is this is my lifestyle now. And at this age, you have to, you know, um, you just you just cut fat off of pork and steak and stuff and just eating that. That's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, um, and there's more to it than that. You know, you still have to eat the good fat, avocados, uh, um, some oils, and peanuts, and things like that. You know, so well, I was kidding. Not so I appreciate <laughs> you thinking I was serious. Thank you. The, a lot of we have this conversation every week. The, the 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 a lot of people think that the keto diet's like the the all bacon and cheese diet, which mm-hmm. you can eat more bacon, you can eat more cheese, but you know you can't just like you know t- t- take a bag with a half pound of bacon and, and snack on that at night that's not the way the diet works so but so then people have to remember a lot of this is about the good fats yes the avocado yes peanuts yes some women yes right <laughs> right exactly good fats. exactly yeah so my wife's down 30 pounds and i've lost 45 since we started doing this wow. so a combined 70 some. What is that? I'm what are the numbers again? So, uh, my wife's lost 30 and I've lost four, so 75 pounds. Today. 75 pounds between you, man. Well, yeah. good, good on you, yeah. both, man. I'm very happy. Yeah, good job, guys. Yes. Nice looking looking good. Looking so things good. are going well. All right. Again, not a lot of elderly people my size. So, uh, yeah. Again, this. it's hard not to <laughs> chuckle a little bit. <laughs> no, Every time I hear about tall people dying early, it's like, well, it's your own goddamn fault. So. Yeah. Lane Bryant don't make caskets. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> yeah, because I chose this, Jason. I chose this. <laughs> well, you know what? You, there's a lot of perks. We can get into this if you want to. And a lot of perks being tall. You like to throw that shit around. I just want to say something about that Lane Not this tall. line. <laughs> uh, that doesn't fit at all into no, what we're no, saying. No, it wasn't. But it's a good line. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I but liked it, it did not. It was t- ran totally counterintuitive. But you're, yeah, you're fat shaming women. Is really is what you did. Well, and plus I'm saying that Lane Bryant don't make caskets, which is to suggest that they don't make caskets for bigger people. And bigger people are the ones needing caskets first. <laughs> so that's why it didn't yeah. quite fit. But it's a good line. Yeah, casual male, big and tall. All about the caskets. All about the caskets. <laughs> yeah. All about the caskets. All about the caskets. <laughs> but you're smart point, over But it's a good point. You don't see 90-year-old, 300-pound people. No, you, you don't. don't. See it. No, you Matter of fact, the first thing that happens when you start to die is you lose your appetite. Yeah. Your body's telling you. <laughs> You've been eating yeah. way too much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not on your deathbed till you start eating the right amount. It's like, yo. After the party's over. A cup of rice a day. Yeah. That's all you needed. Yeah. <laughs> That was all you needed. <laughs> Here you are at Golden Corral. Right, you know, right. Isn't that great? That's chocolate fountain. It is such a thing, man. Like every, we eat so much food so all much. the time. I eat way more than I need. Yeah. You don't really, and I know that you know. I sound like a reformed smoker when I say stuff like this, but like the amount of carbs that we okay. So like twenty carbs a day is not a whole lot. A slice of like regular white bread is like sixty carbs. Damn, mm. so that's three times. Oh, I love what white. I t- I love bread. Right. It's a, but imagine how many carbs we're eating in a regular day. Everything, corn chips, uh car- anything with sugar in it. Uh car- we're eating thousands and thousands and thousands of grams of, of carbs a day and I know what I sound like right now. But sounds, right now you just sound, sound depressing. <laughs> sounds delicious actually. Right. Yeah. Right, exactly. So yeah. So if I miss something it's popcorn. I don't I don't really even miss bread that much. I don't I don't miss pasta as much as I thought I would. So uh, what are the sorts of just typical things you eat? Just typically. A lot, a lot of dirt and uh, twigs. Yeah. Dirt and twigs? Yeah. No, it's, it's uh, okay. So a typical breakfast will be like two hard-boiled eggs, half an avocado, a couple slices of bacon. It's good, though. A couple good. slices of bacon and yeah. it sounds all right. Yeah. Yeah. Half an avocado, a, a couple hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> he had that eggs. on the way in here. <laughs> Um, uh, for lunch, I'll have I'll have a big salad. Uh, sometimes for dinner, I'll have. Oh, a, that's a snoozer. That's uh, salad. That's that's that's, that's lullaby time. I there. happen to like salad, so it works oh, out yeah, fine. Right. Um, you know, for dinner could be a hamburger <laughs> patty with cheese and a couple pieces of bacon, but no bun. Or you could do, you know, a lettuce wrap. Say that one more time. Wrap. The burger thing again. Um, a regular patty, a burger patty, beef. Uh-huh. Special uh, sauce, or you hold sure, yeah. okay, yeah. Uh, mayonnaise, sesame special s- sauce, sesame seeds, pickle onion. So no bun, just the seeds. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sprinkle some. <laughs> <so> it feels <laughs> like a bun right, if exactly. you just <laughs> sprinkle the seeds on. Yeah. Skip the bun. The seeds are the best part anyway. <laughs> you think you want the bun. <laughs> That's how your mind tricks you. Really, you just want them seeds. McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's was way ahead. So of we me. have cut out the middleman. <laughs> Do you know you can, folks listening, do you know you can go to McDonald's and say, I'd like mine breadless, but keep the seeds? <laughs> and they got a little pack of seeds they can sprinkle on there. Yep. Yeah, it's true. So you holding that cheese, no cheese, right? Or cheese? No, you can have cheese, yeah. So you got cheese, avocado, bacon, whatever, on this burger. Mm-hmm. and but No bun. Y- no bun. So you just, 
No, you eat it with a knife and fork. You don't hold it with your hands. Oh man, now you got to get Downton Abbey. With or, or <laughs> I got to look like a fucking it, schmuck. It's just to. But you can do a lettuce wrap too. It sounds like you've right. given up. Okay. In, lettuce. And you've given up enjoying food for all but one meal of the day. Is what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. I, 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 again, I like a good big salad. So there's nothing wrong with. It. I'll be honest, Brian. When you first started saying this, I'm like, yeah, this sounds pretty good. And eventually, it just sounded like you were talking about like solitary confinement or something. <laughs> yeah, trying that's to explain. Right. Well, look, have you ever been alone with your thoughts? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not gonna sell me on that. You're not gonna sell me on a uh, big salad for lunch. So you're not putting nothing on the salad, like meats, no meats. No, of course you can. No, it's just a bowl of dry lettuce. Well, yes, of course you can. Put you started with it. twigs and dirt. I don't know where no, you're going. It's, it's okay. So I I go to Dilworth Neighborhood Grill okay. a lot because I'm in that area uh, neighborhood for for a good part of my day, and they have this thing where you can build your own salad. Shout out to Dilworth Neighborhood Grill. Yes. So it's a big bowl of like mixed greens. We need more sponsors. There's blue cheese. Mm-hmm. Crumbles. There's blue cheese dressing. There's uh, chicken. I put bacon. I put avocado. I put a couple hard boiled eggs. It's a good. It's a good. Big that's salad. A, yeah. That's a big old salad. Yeah. Okay. Now we're cardboard. talking. Yeah. I thought he was just talking about a spring mix. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Just a bag of dull spring mix. So no croutons though. Shout out to the, no croutons. <laughs> no. Well, count my wife out. Maybe I can do it. She's a big fan of the croutons. That chick croutons like the Doritos. <laughs> she don't even need a salad. She just sitting there eating croutons. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I've done that. I've done <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm actually messing with my. I'm messing with her. I do that. I, have I that. eat her oh, croutons. Good, good she puts them on salads. Oh. I come in there and eat them up yeah. like the Doritos. I would yep. put a hurting on a bag of croutons right now. Let me but, tell you something. Yeah. If they gave them out at Halloween, <laughs> I mean, really, <laughs> I love them. just the little packets like they come from those Burger little, King. Yeah. Oh my gosh, a little pack, please. Oh, that's a good it's idea. like a fun size Snickers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's good. A lot of salad talk today, guys. A lot of salad. I didn't know it would go to. We went from the cops being called I on know, comedians I know. to great salads. We had to get to the white audience. There was something back. Yeah, we had to get them back right there. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like feeling guilty. Yeah. <laughs> something for everybody here in the comedy That's zone. why everybody. Ca- I wish I'd have been selling merchandise because they would have all bought it. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah. Like one dude, I was performing in Florida, and this comedian I was performing with said, Okay. Whoa. What are you? All right. Oh, well, I could I, I could do this. It's all right. Yeah. Uh, so this dude in uh, this dude in Florida. How did you manage to do that? I don't even know. But I was performing, and he said that he was at a show one time, and this black comedian was up there, and whatever dialogue he got into it with a, with an audience member or whatever, they called him the N word. Oof. Like in front of the whole crowd. This was not the one that happened. Uh, not Michael Richards. No, not Michael. Yeah. No, no. He said the N word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was the audience member said it to the comedian. The, okay, right. So the comedian was like that, and he said that that person said that, and that room, like, just the energy, just like it was awful wow. what it did to the crowd because it's mostly white crowd. They felt so bad. Yeah. He said, matter of fact, they felt so bad they bought all his merchandise. Jesus. So he said he had a bag full of stuff, and he said people just bought it all because they felt oh bad. Oh my gosh. And then he's like. I should probably take that guy on the road. I'm like, yeah, you might <laughs> yeah, want to think about that. Right, yeah. Listen, I could eat an N word if you're gonna buy two thousand dollars worth of merchandise. I've been called N word for free. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just saying, if we could go on tour, you could do your little thing at nine thirty. Yeah. We can sell all my shit. Man. I'm just saying, it's worth thinking about. Have you seen uh, the old Eddie Murphy bit um, where he used to he used to have the audience shout out the N word on three? What? Yeah. No. It's it's he was like 19 years old. And he was like get it out of, to get it out or or I don't know what I I, I but it yeah. 
It's pretty really. You, you couldn't do. It. I can find it if you want. Want to? I'll try. Eddie to Murphy did that. All right, hold on. Give me a minute. Hey, Brian, why do you have it up Sorry. there so fast? I have it. It's saved on my hard drive. <laughs> Feels a little coonish, I'll be honest. <laughs> I don't know about having all, a group of white people yell the word at me. I'm talking about bringing one guy. 300 is a little yeah. Uncle Thomas. You yeah. couldn't do it. No, I don't think. I don't think you could. Jason's like, I'm no expert on any of this. I look over at Jason. I'm like, a little coonish. He's like, I don't feel like I can weigh in on that. I'm like, I'm out the door. You just see my body in there. Jason, my name's Bennett, and I ain't in it. All right, I ain't in that. What's the next thing? You said you were talking about the Eagles. What else is on the list? Uh, Yeah, what is on the list? I thought we had, so we had, okay, so we had cops call on me, Mm -hmm. Eagles, dude touching my coffee, up north cold. By the way, we should talk about what... (laughs) You're bundled up like we're doing this in Detroit right now. So what is going on? <laughs> like buddy? I'm on eight miles. You okay, you. buddy? Let me tell you. You, you got a cold? I, 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 I have not recovered from how cold it was back home. Like I'm still in that kind of zone. <laughs> and then it had a nerve to be kind of cold here yesterday. Which I think I introduced you as somewhere near Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, I was show. in Philly. I was in Philly. And my cousin was having Chester. a my cousin was having a baby shower. And I'm the godfather. Uh, so right. I was up there uh, partially for that, partially handing some legal stuff, like some work stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm there, and where we were parked at was like a half mile mm-hmm. from the hotel it was in. It was just everybody was taking up the parking spots, so we had to park super far away. And we got out the car. We had the gift in hand. We're walking towards this hotel, and when I tell you that shit looked like the Revenant, it was cold, yeah, windy. I done grew a full beard. <laughs> By the time you got there, I'm dragging my wife Ugh. through this parking lot, and here's how I knew it was cold as hell. Because this hadn't happened to me since I left Philly. A fucking single tear, <laughs> <laughs> a single tear, came down my right eye like Denzel and Glory when they were whipping him. <laughs> and a single tear came down, and and I was only halfway. I said, I'm in trouble. Okay, I'm in trouble <laughs> trying to get this hotel. By the time I got there, man, my face was like frozen. Yeah, the tear froze up. Because I just, and I was used to that when I was back home. Mm-hmm. But now that I've been down here for a while, I ain't built for that. Me neither. My system is not, has been recalibrated. I couldn't agree more. We did the same thing. We're from, not far from. Yeah, he's from Pittsburgh. That's even colder. It's cold. It's cold as shit. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not missing it. That that cold. I like seeing the snow every once in a while, but then I like not being near it after it's done. And my dad had nerve to be talking about sitting out on the porch talking. I said, "Look, oh, man, whatever yeah. you got to say, <laughs> it could be said. It's not. It's not I that promise. important. I, I promise. No whatever way. conversation it is, it ain't. It don't need to be outside. We're gonna risk death uh, for what you telling me. So yeah. it, it better be some shit. It better be me getting money. Right. You better. Be like, listen, I gotta talk to you about something. Really, I need to give you a whole bunch of money. All right, let's go outside. I wouldn't tell everybody because they might want some. That's the only reason <laughs> we need to go out and talk outside. Go and buy some And coke. it wasn't that. So I told my dad, if you want to talk to me, my office is inside. <laughs> my office. <laughs> this is our case. But he's just sitting there. I'm like, how do you just sit there? But he's used to that kind of cold. I'm in Charlotte. We don't play that. And and specifically sitting down when it's cold. I don't It's worse. If you ever been to an Eagles game, the wrong time of year. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, (laughs) it's like sitting on a block of ice, and they're like, "Why y'all fight so much?" It's fucking freezing. Real people in Philly are miserable. Right. We five and ten, and it's freezing. (laughs) What you want us to do? Not fight? (laughs) Do we? Do we touch 
base about how bad the Eagles are this year? Just that should we just bring that up at all, or what? Do you, how are we doing with that? <laughs> how much time are we got? Do we run out of time? <laughs> Will used to come in with all Eagles gear, He's Eagles hat, Beyond all this shit. Now Eagles he's fly. just like, nah, I'm I'm just gonna wear just a black hat and a black shirt because I don't want to be identified as a Philly. <laughs> I'm in <laughs> mourning. Eagles. I'm, yes. dude, <laughs> you're still the reigning Super Bowl champion. Yeah, doesn't feel that, like it though. <laughs> Didn't feel like that Sunday. <laughs> Nobody told Dallas. Because yeah. they beat us like we weren't. Man. It was I, – I, I was so – I'm like, listen, people were talking to me all week. Oh, man, you 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 might lose a Dallas. I said, yeah, and I might fly to the moon. Shut up. <laughs> like, stop talking to me. And I said, it's at work. Yeah. And uh, they lost, and I took Monday off. I didn't come <laughs> I promise I didn't come in Monday. I, I just didn't come in. I didn't come in. I didn't come in Monday. They sent me text messages. Oh, somebody's scared. You know what? Give everyone my fucking <laughs> Give everyone this for me. I'll see y'all Tuesday. Because uh, the one's a Skins fan, and he swears they're going to win that division. I'm like, listen, y'all suck. Your best receiver is a guy named Crowder or Crowder, something. Yeah. I'm not sure. James so there's Crowder. no way. But now it's looking like they might do that uh, who, shit. Uh, yeah, who else in the East? And then we have, hold on, we have a must-win game this week. In New Orleans, yeah, against awesome. the flamethrowers, yeah. the Saints. They're the every game's a must-win game. I think at this point, I've spent guys. five days talking to myself oh, into a path to victory. Okay, well, if this happens <laughs> and that happens, who knows? Drew Brees might get sick. People get sick. You know, I'm just talking to myself, trying to figure out a way we might win that game. Also, by the way, not to totally change gears, but I would be curious to hear your thoughts on Le'Veon Bell's situation. Uh, you know what? And I'm talking to a Steelers fan here, so I'm glad mm-hmm. you brought that up. I think I don't have an issue. I think, honestly, first of all, the Steelers were giving him like 500 touches a year. Yes. So it's like, y'all going to work me like that Mm -hmm. and then not be talking about a long-term deal? Well, truth be told, they offered him two long-term deals. Or I'm sorry, or or a long-term deal that I find appealing? (laughs) He, I I will say this as we're getting into it. I think both sides are pretty okay with things right now. Uh, Yeah, I think think so too. I don't think think anyone's crying about what the, the ultimate problem with yeah. the Steelers is you lose a player like Le'Veon Bell and get nothing in return. That's the problem. That, is I you got to figure yeah. out a way to move him. But it we does, would, though. It looks like they found their replacement, though. They did. Good for them. Yeah, I mean, things aren't. But if you're yeah. trading him, he's worth a second first-round yeah, pick. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you, he left for free. Yeah. Or they may get a compensatory pick, but whatever it is, it's not worth what he was. Yeah, it might be worth getting rid of a pain in the ass. Uh, 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 I'm not convinced he was a pain in the ass, though. The, the that, team doesn't seem like they're missing him that much. Well, they. Wh- how I mean, as far as like in the locker room, they raided his locker after he was gone. I agree. How else were they going to feel? <laughs> like that's uh, it, this whole conversation of like, well, they're they're mad at him, they're not mad, at him. it's like, well, how they, how else are they going to feel? What are they going to do? You know, they're going out there every week. Like I understand yeah. them feeling that Tom, way. And Tomlin's, he told them he was coming back apparently, yeah. and he didn't. Yeah. So that's what made them feel yeah. that way. Those are the things where it's like, well, of course they're going to have to you know react that way. But it, yeah, if we're if they were two and eight. At this point, it's a completely different locker room. But the fact that they're winning games, all stuff, you, you know, winning That's cures fair, yeah. everything. You do not; sure. they're not even feeling his loss in the locker room. I'm sure no. they would have liked that fourteen and a half million dollars back this year, like you said. I'm mm-hmm. sure they would have liked to got somebody else, but you know, get get a, a first round pick or whatever they would get for him, which would be you know a ton. And like you said, there still may be some deal like that might go down. Yeah, but I think he's going to go somewhere else and probably be fine. He's going to get paid a lot. 
but he's not going to be on a team anywhere near as good as the Steelers. And he's no. Gonna, he's gonna have, he's no gonna good get, team is going to pay that for him. No, and he's going to get and all this fear about getting banged up and getting all those touches. He's going to get the same amount of touches on a team that's worse and get hit more. Yeah, maybe more. And here, see, here's the thing with, like, when you have a player like Le'Veon Bell, in order to get somewhere near the number he wants, he's going to have to go to a team that's trying to sell tickets. Mm-hmm. And those teams tend to be bad. Like he's got to go to like the Jets mm. or Which like say it, say it, the Lions. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Somewhere yeah. where you need a marquee name, like like Todd Gurley, he's a great player. He got a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Half the reason he got that money is because they were opening a new stadium. Sure. Yeah. And oh, yeah. golf wouldn't do it. No. <laughs> golf in the marquee. Yeah. That ain't even a marquee name. <laughs> no golf. one's buying tickets to see Jerry. Nobody's nah. buying a ticket to see nobody named Golf. Right. But they are buying tickets to see Todd Gurley. Yeah. So they buy they spending that money half partially to sell tickets. It is not directly correlated to his value to the team. Mm-hmm. And and I feel bad, but I look because I really like Saquon Barkley, and I and I think everyone was like thinking Cleveland were they were crazy for not picking him up. And what uh, with what pick? And the number one, the number one. Hell, he shouldn't even have gone number two. Right. And he went he went to the Giants. And he's having a great year. It isn't doing shit for Nothing. wins for them. No. They are not winning Nothing. because he's on that team. Nothing. And the same thing, I I think Lev Bell is going to be in the same situation. He's going to go to a bad team. He's going to be like Carmelo, who we're watching now, going to bad teams for the money. Yeah. yeah. And you got to make your peace with that. Yeah. Yep. Like Carmelo has had a tough time making his peace with that. Like when it was time for him to go, he wanted to leave the Nuggets and go play for the New York Knicks. Now, he could have waited till the end of the season when he was going to be a free agent. He was going to be a free agent. But he said, I want to go now. So he made the Knicks trade players for him. So it's like they traded for Carmelo. Well, then they're giving up picks and assets. So guess what? The team you're coming to is worse than the team you would have come to if you would just waited. So he didn't wait. He got the trade. The Knicks sucked for the next five years partially because of the trade. And then he's on a shitty team now, making a lot of money. And then that, and then he bounces to another team and another team and another team. Now he's probably on his way out the league. But that's the decision Carmelo made. Yeah, Lev Bell's making a similar decision. Yeah. It's really hard to find sympathy for someone. And I know that the amount of money, it sort of doesn't matter. But it's really hard to, to say you're going to give up 14 and a half in, 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 an, in an effort to make three times that over the next, you know, yeah. whatever, a couple of years or whatever. How do you leave? And this is why no one's ever done this before. How do you leave $14.5 million on the table and not take in any consideration that you're on a top three team probably right. in the league? So that means the Super Bowl ring has nothing to do with anything you're doing. And I think for a lot of fans, that's, a, that's hard to swallow. Well, in all fairness, too, he's been on that team for five, six years and ain't been no Super Bowl ring. So he's supposed to think this is going to be the year that happens? But, I mean, why not? Because they couldn't do it no other year. Well, Detroit isn't thinking, well, this might be our year. Pitts- well, Pittsburgh, it's, it could be their year every year. To me, he's just making a variant of the same decision Barry Sanders made. Yeah. The guy was still in his prime. He's yeah. like, fuck this. Sure. Like, I'm out. Like, just because y'all are abusing time. my body and I don't feel like I'm getting what I should get out of well, this. Well, then, well, like, that's what your role is on the team, though. Right. But at the same time, it's like we get on these players for being greedy, but we never talk about these owners who are far greedier. Yeah. These owners well, are, first of all, these owners dip- these owners are coming into cities making taxpayers pay for half it's of the city. It's not like he came in as a kicker and they said, well, we want you to run the ball. It's like, no, he's hired to run the ball, so that's what he does. Yeah, but nobody else runs the ball as much as he does. 
And he's like, yo, y'all are using me like y'all don't want me to play past this year. But yeah, running backs have a short window of opportunity that, anyway. His, his, that, right. yeah. It's not unique because he's on a team that runs him a little bit more than, than another team. He is going to get the same amount of touches, possibly, uh, arguably, close to, on a team that's going to have not as good of a, a line that protects him. I, I just can't find the logic. Well, here's the, pr- here's the issue. Is, I think part of this is, and I'm not trying to be one of these, your hand's never been in the dirt, guys. Like, I'm not that. <laughs> I am not that. That's the most annoying argument. But it, it is like we, as fans, don't understand what it feels like for him to get up on a Monday. Right. Oh, total. Of course. Right. Like, I know what it feels like when I run, like, three miles and I get up Monday. <laughs> so, for him, it's like this dude is putting his body through that. Sure. So, it's like – it's a little difficult for me to say what he should have done with his body and his aches and pains. Mm-hmm. Like, it's easy for me to sit on my couch and say, you should have played. It's a little more difficult to say, if I'm in that position getting beat up like that, maybe some people, like, everything is not specifically about money for everybody. Like, his value set might be one where putting my body through that without a long-term guarantee is not worth it to me. And that's fair for him to make that calculus in the same way that ownership goes, you're not playing as good as you played last year. Get out of here. Fuck what your contract says. We're cutting you. Well, I'll say this. The other fear about this, and I I don't want to pretend like I know all this shit. I just heard this the other day. Someone said that this happens all the time, and what players do is they'll they'll take an insurance policy out on themselves that will cover this guarantee that he's talking about. They're like, he didn't do that. He, this is something that happens all the time, and he opted to not do. Well, well do we know how much a policy that would cover $70 million, I, I mean, I don't even know if it made financial sense because he's got an agent and everybody else. Like, somebody's mentioned but, that. But idea. I guess yeah. my point was is that it was brought up that it was other people do this all the time, so it's not like he had no options to protect himself. So Yeah, I think that he thought he thought the Steelers would blink first. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the Steelers brought in this kid who's been good. His stats are better than yeah. than Bell's had. Yeah, had and been. so you know the Steelers then all of a sudden Bell became expendable. And if it's a matter of of you know who's going to blink first, then his, the Steelers and histori- historically Pittsburgh they don't do this. Right. They they're not going to pay him. But we've seen we've seen players that make decisions like like Ricky Williams. Mm-hmm. At a point in Ricky Williams' life, he's like, you know what? I want to go get high in the mountains. I don't want to keep running and getting my body beat on this year. I'll come back next year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, it's his body. I'm going to tell him that it makes more sense, and it might make more financial sense, sure. But I just don't feel like I'm in the position to say, okay, your body pain is here versus here, and this is what you should do. Like, that's that man's body. If he says $15 million don't mean that much to him just because it means that much to me, yeah, I'm going to take and impute my value set on the Le'Veon Bell's decision. That money may not mean shit to him. Sure. No, that's totally, of course. Like, the good. money didn't mean shit to Chappelle. And everybody mm-hmm. stood there and said, how the fuck could you give up $50 million? You idiot, idiot, idiot. Then he came back and got 60 from Netflix. Yeah, but then everybody would be walking around without opinions on things. And what's no, no, no. That <laughs> I'm saying no, but that's why I'm saying. It's one thing to have an opinion, but it's another to say, or you could even say this is what I would have done. Yeah. But to say that's what that dude should do? Sure, sure. It was sure. stupid for him to do that. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I think I guess I would say the conversation is more of I am surprised to hear someone have this opinion about it based on what we know of other players, what they've done, what the outcome of this ultimately is going to be. I kind of like it. I'm a, I kind of like the outcome because a lot of times when we see these player holdouts. It's going to be so much fun to, to right. watch the next year. But, here, but here's uh. the thing, too. Like, w- in terms of the outcome, like, I see so many players hold out. 
right? Well, how many times have we seen players hold out mm-hmm. and they hold out for training camp or they hold yeah. out at most for like two weeks? Yeah, but they if don't the go owners camp. in their mind think he might not come back this year, mm-hmm. like that precedent has been set. Yeah. Maybe they're willing to pony up and play, pay these guys a little more fairly because I can tell you all something now. There is no player in the NFL being paid what he's worth. None. NBA either. For as much money as they bring into these franchises, mm-hmm. yeah. they're paid pennies on the dollar for what they bring. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember your – it was – man, this is probably in the 90s. They were talking about baseball. There was this whole – the holdout or the the, the uh, strike, strike yeah. and all that stuff, and everyone was freaking out about these guys are making this much money. And that's bullshit. And it's like, wait a second, guys. I would rather the athletes, the people we're actually watching, get the money before the owners. Not right. because I'm, I hate yeah. the owners, yeah. but because let's spread that wealth out to where it's actually being used. It's like, like in film, it's like on camera. The actors get paid a lot because that's what you're watching. That's what you're yeah. there for. That's what you're there for. It's what we try to explain to Brian about the podcast. Right? They're here for the host. They're here for <laughs> that's right. However, however it feels. Yeah. Usually the, it special, feels. The, special, the special guest is usually Now, Brian, really when you say too. stuff, you're part of that. But the, <laughs> but the rest of the time, man, you are here. It is a thankless job, mm-hmm. much like being a husband and father or a comedian, it turns out. <laughs> it's a thankless <laughs> job. Listen, I was an offensive lineman. I get it. You, uh, you've oh been a God, hog. Yeah. I get it. You've been one yeah. of the hogs. Yeah. So you understand that sometimes one of the most valuable contributions is one people don't celebrate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what we put our head down and do. So we can't try to put our music in, you know, trying to put that into it. Because we want our presence felt. Mm-hmm. At that point, you're just like Diddy. He wants to be in all the videos. You're the producer. <laughs> yeah, right. Like Suge Knight said, hey, man, you want somebody that's not in all your videos? Come to death row. <laughs> Diddy was like, look, man, if it's going to be on Bad Boy, take that, take that. I got to be in the shit. <laughs> you don't always have to be in the shit. Is DJ Khaled the same way? DJ Khaled's the same way. If he's the DJ, you got to hear another one. <laughs> DJ Khaled, Khaled, Khaled. All we do is win. And then he plays the song. Yeah. It's like you're the DJ. Awesome reference, Jason. Well done. By the way, sh- shouldn't we be paying Brian less so he lost all that weight? That is not how uh, it, it, it I works. I think that's... You sure? Something yeah, to think pretty about. Sure. Pretty right. sure. Right. Let's look that's up the contracts. Speaking of contracts, by the way, Le'Veon Bell, uh, uh, career salary $30.58 million over six seasons. So don't shed too many tears for Le'Veon Bell. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be Levy. I mean, if he wasn't <laughs> going to be fine, he yeah. wouldn't have done it, right? Or exactly. would you not be fine and do that anyway? I think he's gonna be fine. I think he's he, he if he keeps doing what he's doing, he's gonna be a, a Hall of Fame running back. I just don't know if that's gonna happen. He's now shortened his career. And he's gonna go to a team that's not as prepared. has he shortened it though, or did he just take a year off? Like, like when Adrian a, Peterson yeah. got arrested, this dude's thirty five still playing. Like he spent a year not yeah. playing. It just preserved his body I, another year. What I what I meant was now he has one less year of to stats. stats and stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh, a case and he, for and the hall. He, yeah, and he's leaving. He's leaving a team that's. You know, perennially in the playoffs and, you know, the most Super Bowl winning organization. And, you know, the Steelers are the best. Where, what, what was I talking about? I don't even know. What Aren't we supposed to move? What, what <laughs> yeah, you got to go. Should we you go? Gotta, what time, what time is it now? You got to get back to the bar. I mean, the <laughs> office. 1236. <laughs> well, I've had a wonderful time, gentlemen. <laughs> and, you know, I wish, like I said, you do, could you imagine how much fun John Witherspoon would have had with us? Right? He missed out. I mean, I was ready to ask him about bang, bang, bang. Oh, I had so many bang questions. You got to coordinate. Got to coordinate. You got to coordinate. See, we we are coordinated. We coordinated for him. I know. know. I'm going to come to his show tonight, and I'm going to be like, no, 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 (laughs) no, boo, 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 no. No, sir. Call the cops. You cannot just skip podcasts. 
He's done the show before. I which need that woman. Maybe why here. he decided not yeah. to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could have made her a meme. God damn it! It was so many. <sighs> All right, let's. Damn it! <laughs> All right, I'm com- I'm I'm cool. I'm cool. Uh, right. One last time, Jason. As always, it's pleasure always, having you in the house, brother. Thank you, buddy. Skinny Brian. Yeah. Always great work. <laughs> always <laughs> great work. And uh, will you as well? Just some things don't even need to be said. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> Bye. The Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. <laughs>